Hello and welcome to the BNP Paribas Markets 360 podcast. We cover the topics that matter from the global economy to market strategy. My name is Marcelo Carvalho. I'm head of global emerging markets research here at BNP Paribas. And I'm joined today by Luis Peixoto, who is our EM Emerging Market Economist, and also Brack Bascourt, who is our Chief Emerging Market Strategist. Today we are going to talk about the Russia-Ukraine situation and the implications for emerging markets. It's Wednesday afternoon in London on the 2nd of March 2022. Luis, let me start with you. We have seen several sanctions being announced. Can you give us an update? Yeah, sure, Marcelo. Uh, the first one, which I can mention, is SWIFT. Uh, so SWIFT is a global payment messaging system. Uh, the Western countries agreed on ejecting selected Russian banks. Uh, the banks they agreed on should account about 80 or 90% uh, of the Russian banking system in to total assets. Uh, there are also uh, restrictions on the Central Bank of Russia operation and its ability uh, to touch Russia international reserves. This could affect up to 50% uh, of Russia's uh, total reserves. And the final one which is being considered, which is the most uh, stringent one, which is restrictions on the convertibility of the Russian currency, the ruble, which has, hasn't been announced yet, uh, but could be quite significant. Uh, Russia... Uh, has also announced counter-sanctions, uh, which affect severely uh, the ability uh, of citizens, but also foreign investors and companies uh, to uh, bring money out of Russia, including the selling of assets. So the impact on the Russian economy must be significant, no? Yes, huge. Uh, we already saw that reflected in run-to-banks inside Russia. Uh, we think actually under it's under operation a shift to a more literal type of fortress Russia, less interconnected with the world, more isolated, looking towards Asia instead of Europe. Uh, and the implications here include double-digit inflation for a prolonged period of time and a sharp recession uh, in Russia's output over the next few quarters. Luis, what about the implication for inflation in other emerging markets? I mean, Russia is a big player in exporting oil and also fertilizers, food. Uh, what should they expect? Yeah, I think the impact here to the global inflation are quite straightforward and it's one direction. Inflation will go up. We will see a for another inflationary wave coming. Uh, the impact uh, here on only compound pressures which already existed on the supply and demand side before the geopolitical tensions erupted. Uh, and it's not only uh, oil and gas, as you correctly said, Marcelo, uh, but also food uh, with fertilizers, exports, wheat, uh, where Russia pay plays a big role. Burak, let me turn to you and the uh, emerging markets in terms of the asset prices. So what should expect in terms of currencies? We've seen already uh, severe pressures on the ruble itself. What about other emerging market currencies? I think in order to understand how EM gets impacted by all this, we need to look at different channels. The first one that comes to mind is about trade. So it's about current accounts, who trades more with Russia, who needs more energy. Um, the second one is inflation. So how much of your inflation basket is exposed to possible commodities, foods, energy. 
The third one is about global risk sentiment. Obviously, this kind of geopolitical conflicts create negative impacts on risk appetite. And lastly, maybe even portfolio de-risking impacts. Um, clients, investors who are trying to de-risk their portfolios also um, selling their exposures in other EM. When we look at all these channels, the first point of contagion probably is the Central Eastern European countries, not only because of geographical proximity, but they also depend a lot on energy imports. Their inflation basket is quite exposed to these commodity cycles, and they already start with a very elevated inflation level. Then um, the, 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 the second contagion point is still the CEMIA region, so basically the, the European region in EM. Uh, and in that region, probably South Africa is the one that that stays rather far away and it's a strong commodity exporter and therefore less impact for them. Uh, elsewhere for the world, probably Asia is the most isolated place. There are still commodity importers who depend on energy imports and, and food prices. They might have some problems. And uh, in Latin America, we are mostly talking about commodity exporters, which should mitigate the negative impact from falling risk appetite. Okay, so let me thank Luis Peixoto and Burak Pascur for joining me today. Thank you everyone for listening. This communication does not constitute research, a recommendation or any form of advice from BNP Paribas or its affiliates. It does not consider your financial circumstances or objectives, and it may not be suitable for you. It should not be copied or reproduced in whole or in part.